This video is sponsored by Brilliant. Brilliant is an online tool and the best way to learn math, science, and computer science interactively. It's hands-on problem solving with thousands of lessons and exclusive content monthly. The courses range from high school math, all the way to data science, statistics and finance, to courses in software development. With these courses, you'll get to see concepts visually and interact with key ideas. Brilliant isn't trying to replace traditional paths of learning, but instead aims to give you new and inventive ways to learn STEM from a new angle. I'm generally not a scientific thinker, and when I try to become a scientific thinker, this is a live look at my brain. But Brilliant has made the learning process visual, and visually appealing, making it easy to understand and to give my attention to, and it gets me to think in a different way sometimes. Plus, you get to learn at your own pace. It's low-pressure, high-quality learning. So if you want to get started for free, visit brilliant.org slash sagesreign, or click the link in the description, and the first 200 of you will get 20% off Brilliant's annual premium subscription. Must be frustrating to realize how utterly hopeless it all was. This little dream of yours. You thought you could succeed through hard work alone. That's only an illusion. Shackled by a mark that compels him to follow the rules of his clan, Neji had nowhere to turn. At the age of three, he became a prisoner to the main branch, slave to destiny. He was told that not his body nor his mind was his own. It belonged to the main branch, to his cousin. His cousin who was not even strong enough to defeat her sister, who was five years her junior in combat. She was kind, but nothing else. He was a genius. And yet, she was fated to become the leader of their clan. Destiny is fickle. Neji claims that destiny, fate, and one's own nature are all things that we cannot change. Destiny is something we cannot fight. A leopard can't change its spots, he says. Once a failure, always a failure. Was Neji right? Neji's deep-rooted anger and resentment comes from the circumstances of his own birth and of those around him. Neji had every reason to believe that fate was not something to be chosen. As a child of the cadet branch of the Hyuga clan, every action, every step Neji made was for one sole purpose, defending the main branch. With that destiny in mind, Neji's childhood was taken away and replaced with a curse mark. Replaced with a singular purpose, to protect his princess cousin. Neji's destiny was always going to be to die for the main branch, and at such a young age, he had already accepted that. In some aspects, Neji was right. Fate in the Naruto world exists, to a certain degree. Maybe not as much as Neji believes it to be, where everything is already predetermined, but many characters are dealt with a much better hand than others. In essence, there are certain individuals who are destined to become strong shinobi, and there are some shinobi, even with hard work, cannot make up the difference that a tailed beast can make up that a Kekagenkai can make up, or that having a legendary master can make up. He says that all Hokage are born with that fate, that you can't simply become Hokage just by trying hard enough. If we look at all of Konoha's Hokage, they all have something special about them. The first and the second are Senju. The third, Hirzen, was taught by the second. He was chosen by the second. Minato was taught by Jiraiya. He became his apprentice and learned many special jutsu. Tsunade is a senju, taught by Hiruzen. Kakashi was taught by Minato, also the son of the legendary White Fang. 
even looking past their bloodline abilities, in some way, all of these Hokage are connected. Almost like destiny, right? Considering Neji's situation, his logic always made absolute sense. Because of that curse mark on his forehead, Neji's thoughts and actions against the main branch had to be muted. He watched his father's mind get attacked by the main branch for having just a bit of bloodlust towards Hinata. At any point in time, if anyone sensed the slightest hint of vengeance or malice even in his chakra, Neji would be put down then and there, just like his father. And like Lee points out, it's humiliating for the cadet branch to not have autonomy over their own chakra sometimes, or their own thoughts. So, Neji can't point his anger towards the clan. He can't point his anger at the village, as Konoha itself is aware of what is going on in the cadet branch, and even enables their practices. And pointing his frustration towards the village would be another death wish. So, what can Neji do? Who can he go to? How can he change his fate? Neji is helpless powerless against destiny's clutches so he decides to aim his anger at destiny at fate because that's the only thing he can do he physically and mentally cannot place his anger against anyone else without having his life threatened pointing his frustration towards destiny is the one thing that he actually has control over in this life hisashi mentions neji's grudge towards the main branch but again there's nothing he can do Against Hinata, some of that anger spilled out, as he was given the opportunity. But his anger was never for Hinata alone. It was his overwhelming frustration over his lack of freedom, over the hand that he was dealt. When Neji lunges at the princess at the end of their battle, he was justified. Hinata, heir to the Hyuga clan. Hinata who has been dealt a favorable destiny, who cannot recognize the immense privilege that she carries in that moment, is pitying Neji. That infuriated the genius. But even when they were children, Neji never had ill will towards her. And as they grew older, Neji wanted to protect her. But that in itself shows Neji's powerlessness. From that same perspective, for Neji's case in particular, there is an argument that could be made that Neji, even after suffering defeat at the hands of Naruto and seeing that destiny can in fact be changed, he was still a caged bird all because of that mark on his forehead. With that, we have to look back to his father. When Hisashi quote-unquote took destiny into his own hands, I can argue that this thinking, sure it was a great thought process, and a great way to believe in one's own autonomy, but regardless, Hisashi had no real choice in the matter. Had the younger brother refused to die for his older brother, the curse mark on his forehead would have forced that destiny upon him. He would have died anyways. So, for both Hisashi and his genius son, instead of trying to actively dismantle the main branch, they have to accept their fate. They have to find autonomy in the very few decisions that they truly have. In the end, Neji has to accept his fate as a once genius, instead of the fate that he deserves. In a perfect world, one without the constraints of the clan and of destiny, Neji would have become head of the main branch. That position would be chosen based off intellect and strength, off merit, where Neji would shine. The Hyuga clan members called Neji a genius, the best prospect in years. Rock Lee calls Neji the best junior shinobi in all of Konoha. Neji is elite. He mastered the rotation, 8 trigram, 64 palms, 
two secret arts that Neji was independently able to recreate on his own. Hizashi states that his nephew has the divine blood of the Hyuga clan. Neji was on a path to be a bird, soaring above his peers and the constraints of his birth. Hiyashi hints at his nephew being the one to bring down the house of Hyuga, the one to make real change for the Hyuga clan as a whole, but he never did. He will always be a Hyuga cadet branch member, shackled to the main branch, the one who could never become heir, fated to die for his cousin. Even after his uncle, main branch leader, knelt at his feet, the curse mark still remained on his forehead. Sure, Hinata made the other Hyuga main branch members treat him and the cadet branch like equals, but their curse marks remained. When he died, he still died as a man, a slave to his destiny, protecting the princess like he was always meant to be. And only then would the curse mark vanish. Neji said that believing that your dreams will come true if you just try hard enough was a fantasy. In that sense, Neji was a hypocrite. It's a part of the reason why he got angry at Hinata, because there was truth in her statement. Neji tried. He tried to escape his fate. He became the strongest junior in Konoha to try and do so. Learned all these secret jutsu. And look where that led him. It could be argued that he had to work just as hard as Naruto, if not even harder. That the hand that he was dealt was even worse than the Jinchuriki's was. Neji was forced to, in a paradoxical sense, find freedom in his cage. Sure, he died for Naruto, but it was Hinata's body who he stepped in front of, without hesitation. Maybe all of those years of subservience to the main branch didn't wear off. It's tragic, no? That only in death was Neji actually truly free. The theme of destiny in the series lives with Naruto and Sasuke. Now of course we have the prophecy by Jiraiya, but that in itself is a self-fulfilling prophecy. A prediction made by Jiraiya. Not exactly destiny as the series presents it. We know that Ashura and Indra go on to be reincarnated into Madara and Hashirama, and finally Naruto and Sasuke. Two individuals, two opposites, brothers once, fated to battle to the death. Madara says that Naruto and Sasuke are just next in line to be chosen by destiny. Their fate was to fight and to be killed by one another. But this fate doesn't ignore the work that Naruto put in to become that powerful. A common argument that is mentioned is that because of this fate, this destiny of becoming such a powerful shinobi ignores the emphasis that the series had on hard work. I'd argue that Naruto would not have even reached the point of fighting Sasuke if he was a lazy shinobi, if he did not work hard. Naruto had to master the Rasengan, the Rasen Shuriken, all the summonings, sage mode, learning to control all the phases of the Ninetale, risking death to do so, working to earn the trust and befriending Kurama, all while not having a natural affinity towards it, like Neji or Sasuke. Naruto wasn't a genius, and this destiny does not ignore the incredible hard work he'd put in to reach these heights. Most of all, Naruto had to have the mental fortitude to not give up on Sasuke when everyone else already did. He was destined to give up on his friend eventually, just like Hashirama did to his friend before him. It was because Naruto was put in those situations, in those circumstances, it is because he was born a failure, 
Naruto had to fight so hard to reject his destiny, because at a certain point, fighting to the death became his only option. His destiny became so clear, and yet, Naruto still refused to kill his best friend. He refused to die and refused to be killed by Sasuke's hand, no matter what it took. Naruto's existence is proof that destiny is able to be fought and to be changed by ending Ashura and Indra's eternal war. Naruto was a failure, who became Konoha's greatest success. Neji was wrong in that sense as well. People can fundamentally change. When we look at characters like Rock Lee, Lee once vowed to become a powerful shinobi, the kid who was born without any genjutsu or ninjutsu talent. Neji, amongst others, still believing in destiny, didn't believe that Lee could become powerful, that being a shinobi was not fated for him. Neji says that we must live within the boundaries set for us by the judgments of others. If Lee did that, he'd never become the shinobi he turned out to be. He gained the talent of hard work. He became a powerful shinobi. Is that not a destiny decided for himself? If we look at the Hyuga genius himself, in death, Neji understood that he was wrong. He embraced that he was wrong and he could not have been happier. He was finally free. Neji might not have had many choices in his life, but he chose to live up to the expectations set by his friends, not within the boundaries or judgments set by others. Genius, friend, older brother, protector. Because Naruto called Neji a genius, because Hinata relied on her big brother, because Lee and Tenten needed a friend, Neji set these expectations as his goals, to be strong enough to fulfill them. Neji had full control of his destiny in this sense. He was a free bird, because he chose to be. To die for these friends was a greater freedom than he could possibly imagine, just like his father. Destiny is fickle.